You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Friends Next Door. We have another special guest today. She's on with us before. It's Rowena. Hello, friends. Ooh. Next door. Hey. Wait, hey, our favorite guest. Yeah, I think she's our first repeat and three-peat, huh? Yes. Repeat and three-peat. Wait, guys, we forgot to introduce ourselves. We're still a little bit rusty. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm talking I'm, with. Wait, I'm Mia. And cool. I'm Rowena. And forget about wow. Thomas. Yay. Is this the first time that we're all recording in the same city in the last like a uh, year? Yes. Wow. But is is that a big Round deal? Round of applause. Eh, not really. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, yes, maybe because there's less network latency, but oh come on, TBD. Okay, I, Thomas. I don't know. I'm in California. Calm down. <laughs> Wait, no, um, it's it makes a huge difference. That's why you're like, saying you're uh, saying that right. the speed of light going up to the satellite and then shooting no, 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 back it's, down. It, it's it's not the speed of light though. It's the speed oh, it's of not. Uh, it's not. Oh, what is it the speed of? Sound speed Thomas of whatever started. it's traveling through the cable. Oh man. Let let us not let us not go into that. I Anyways, we have a really great topic as usual today. So today it's about when do boys become men? Okay. Okay. Let me rephrase that a little bit. So <laughs> this, the topic is going to revolve around not just when we become men and also what are some of the signs or things that you see in yourself or someone else that tells you, okay, this person is now matured. <laughs> that dude's a man. You are now a man. You're a man. You're not a boy. You're a man. And I love having the girl's perspective, too, because this is going to be fun. This is going to be part discussion, you know, going deep a little bit. Part of it is also fun stuff. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. I guess I'll lead into this by saying, you know, it's widely believed that men mature way later than women. I think, I think okay. that's true. Okay. Actually, that is the entire, like, that's how I came to propose this topic because literally the other day I was just talking to a friend who is a guy um, about something. I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but then, you know, the, I was just saying, ha, like boys will be boys. Yeah. So there is that saying, like, obviously boys mature later. And in some cases they never do. So yeah, I got it. I got it. I got a, uh, 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 a proof, not a proof. Sorry, I got an article that I read to kind of back this up. You'll like this. Whoa. It said that eight out of eight out of ten women believe that men never stop being childish. So, are you <laughs> one of those eight women out of ten? Yes, me too. Well, no? yeah, you See, too. This is why I have her on here so I can have backup. <laughs> no, I think there's oh. elements. There's elements. I think there's yeah. like childlike wonder and having childlike qualities could be a good thing. But right. then when it goes to the other extreme of like, does not know how to take care of themselves, et cetera, et cetera. That's like a different thing that we can tackle. We can later. learn though. We can it's learn. always, yes. You, it's always learnable. Absolutely. Why is <laughs> Tom just laughing it. in the dark? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, first of all, I'm not completely in the dark, but uh, 
no was didn't we talk about didn't we bring this up last time it was like there's for for guys there will some things that will always be funny is like uh what was it the, farts. I, I saw fart jokes farts. i think they're funny see farts <laughs> will never stop Not, being funny to me yes there's like that. a video of this yeah. uh, old guy playing a video game and then he's like oh my god it's just shot that guy in the crotch and like starts you know having yeah. a, like starts laughing and <laughs> everything like that will think. never i yeah. think that's okay though yeah. that part's like the childlike wonder you know like never lose that i think that's fine <laughs> is that childlike wonder <laughs> or no it's just like humor right like you can yeah. keep different people have different humor and that's totally fine yeah so it's more so like maybe funny. like emotional yeah mm-hmm. you know yep. mm-hmm. maturity yep. i think yep. more in that realm <laughs> so this article uh, was saying that, you know, men are becoming mature later and later, which I agree with for a lot of reasons, but it's saying that they, I think this is more sensational, but they gave an, an age. Can you guys guess oh. what age people believe the survey? It was a survey that people when men believe. become mature. Yeah. What age? What? 49. <laughs> <laughs> I was say like 35. Rowena, you say 35. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 35. 30, 35 do you 40. know do you know how old and i am and do you know how old thomas is do you, Dan, you know how old we are it's not like you mention how old you are on every episode wait 35 plus <laughs> seems reasonable or like 30 plus okay. yeah like, 30, or like right, earlier ones it's right okay you know between. you know what i actually think uh-huh. it depends on what you go through in life if so you true. went through That's if true. you went through like something crazier True. when you're younger either it's like loss or someone in your family got really sick and you mm. overcame that with the person or like you somehow overcame that i think that helps you build emotional like resilience and right. it also helps you be more emotionally mature because you're like okay well the worst thing that could happen in my life almost happened or did happen right and like what am i going to do with that right so i think in the future when these things happen like other things that people tend to focus on they don't care as much about and they know like what's truly important like in life and i guess and like in a relationship and everything else yeah. that's totally true yeah that's I, true i also think it's uh if you had to have more responsibility when you uh, when you were a kid no did you have a lot of responsibility moss i think a lot of i think i have the same responsibilities as a lot of uh, asian immigrant kids of like mm. uh sign like reading through official forms signing possibly forging signatures for parents, <laughs> uh, learning how to pay the bills online and things like that. So just like- Do you think ha- that made you more emotionally mature? <laughs> I, I think so. Like, like having- the fact that no. you laugh as you were saying that, Rose, says a lot. <laughs> no, but like, cause there some of the things have real, like actual consequences if you heck up, right? True. Like if you miss a bill, you're gonna have to pay like more, to, like pay the additional interest on it, whatever, yeah, right? You just pay a late payment. Uh, stuff like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> growing, we, we were like financial hard times as a kid. So that was a big deal. But, but still just like, I think having t- more responsibilities as a kid definitely did help for me. So the age they threw out was right in between 35 and 49. Oh. It's, it's, it was 43. <laughs> See, I was not that far off. <laughs> what? Um, so Mia, Mia, why do you say 49? I don't know. I just have this like age demographics, 25 to 49 in my head. And I'm like, can't be 25. <laughs> so it must be 49. <laughs> so I think this is really interesting because what you mentioned, Rowena, that's like a- an outlier, right? If somebody mm-hmm. goes through some sort of experience or whatever, mm-hmm. and it makes them grow faster 
Who is coming to my door is that right the now? Pizza man again? No, it's like UPS is coming at six forty-seven. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, sorry for the interruption. Oh, so, good. <laughs> um, okay, so normal situations, right? Because I would say, yeah, if you go through something as 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 younger, that mm-hmm. let's say you have a kid at age fourteen. I mean, age seventeen, you're gonna be more mature. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm just Not, saying, right? Sometimes or, you don't, but okay. Or One like, uh, or like, help. or like, for example, like, you know, our, our good friend Felicia had to start taking care of her sister yes. at a younger age, right? Mm-hmm. That, that changes you. So you're okay. saying Felicia so- is a man. <laughs> she's, she's definitely True. manlier than me at times. She's kind of manly. She's, she's pretty got, manly. She's I'd manly. date her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but like, let's say, let's say in a normal circumstance, what are some things that you see in guys that you're like, oh, that dude's a man because of what he just said or did. Okay, b- before before we Science. get there, okay. Be- before we get there, can we start by like, who comes to mind when you say, okay, that's a man? Who like <laughs> like a cel- What do you mean like? Can who? be a- sure. Like let's a do a celebrity. Yeah, let's do that. We or you can look celebs, at yourself cause... in the mirror. True. <laughs> what if we just asked mia all of her guy friends including us and see if she said they're a man or not check man not man check not man (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) blink once if you think that dude's a man (laughs) blink twice if not okay so all right why don't you go first you threw out the question you're like, yo, can we say what? So you're asking like what the example is of like, yeah. Cause then I think of when, ice. when somebody says, okay, that's a man. Mm, what do you think of, do you, I'm, think of, you like, know, before K-pop we star? hopped on, I was thinking yeah. of like in dramas, who's like a man. See, I love it. And then no one, everyone's then, a man. And then no one, I, does anyone come to mind? Wait, I don't know. I thought of like, mm-hmm. yeah, Liam Neeson's a man. Okay. Liam, you talking about like celebs, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like I mean, like a lot He's of the character like, or him as a person. Oh no, see, I can't speak on anybody as a person because I don't know. They could be true. It could be like a, a you know, like. But see, that's the thing. I feel like in Hollywood and in dramas, it's so easy. It's a lot easier to portray someone as having right. masculine or just like manly qualities or be so, a man in that sense. Okay. Um. Yeah. So take from that example, I would say. I was reading a different article that was saying like, <laughs> so for, so for women, uh, the sign of maturity is basically like when your body changes and you're able to have a child. So you're a woman in, in, in cultures of the past and in cultures. Now you start bleeding. You are a woman. It's like, yeah, because you could give birth now. And if you do, you're a woman, you will. All right. I agree with that. So they're saying for man, men, usually it's like, they have to pass like a test of some sort, like think like Simba. Right, Simba went away. <laughs> he came back. He's like, I'm ready to rule my kingdom. I'm just saying that's like the popular saying, right? Mm-hmm. So courage is one of them. So if you watch Ooh. movies a lot, like courage, it's always like that guy's courageous. Mm. You know, he's gonna like stand up for what he believes and fights for what he believes in. You know, or like literally Liam Neeson just like goes kills everyone that attacked his family. Right? Okay, whatever. Gets revenge. Um, By the way, I love degree. your first example is Simba. Simba is classic. <laughs> classic. Of all the men. I love that it's Simba. Oh, yeah. 
feel like because he had to rule. A I kingdom. don't think Dan has the right idea here. First, he he like think of Felicia as a man, and then it's Simba. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, where are you trying to go with this? Um, but yeah, courage is a good thing. I never actually yeah. thought of it. Um, for me, it's like if a, if this guy is responsible, then the sign that's a sign of maturity. Um, so responsible. That's another one. Is, yeah, for sure. I think in in movies and te- television, yeah, the guy that has the stable job, you know, he doesn't have to be like filthy rich, but it's like he's got a job. He could hold a job. You know, he's presentable. Mm-hmm. He's got a head on his shoulders. That's kind of like, okay, he's matured. Dude's mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. It's harder and harder now because honestly, like we're so indecisive. So I'm not even going to talk about girls here. I'm talking about guys. <laughs> all right. A lot of my guy friends, they don't know what they want to be. They don't know who they want to be. They don't know who they want to date. They have no idea. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to try to date this person. I'm going to try this career or whatever. You know? um, or like if you're into one career, you're like not into it. Like you're into it, but you're not into it. Okay. Or like, let's say you, you're in a career and you're like, all right, after five years, you know what? I don't know. I might just switch to something else. Okay. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Right. But normally a guy that's like, like steady, they're like, okay, that guy's a man. Not saying you shouldn't change course if you're not happy or fulfilled. You know what I mean? That so, was kind of the, I mean, that was kind of the deal decades back, right? Where the, yeah. when, when the guy was supposed to be the breadwinner for the house and, you know, they would just go through whatever terrible job that they could get if they couldn't get anything else. Right. Yeah. Cause now the role now, like they're the gap between men and women in terms of roles are, are being like this, like it's closing a lot. So women, a lot of women now are, are the breadwinners of the family. I know. I see everyone's <laughs> paychecks. I do real estate. Remember? Mm. I see tons. I see tons mm. of application now where the I'm like, yo, she calling the shots because she making way more. You like the trophy husband. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you, you, I'm like, so what do you do? You stay. And I love, dude, that's great. That's fine. You know, that's totally fine. There's got to be yin and yang. Yes. Right. So whoever Ooh. it is, it's fine. Okay. Um, but now with these changing roles, it's like harder now for, bo- I think for both men and women to like really, you know, bec- take that next level of maturity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do so, think that it is generational. Yeah. It's, and I think it has something to do with like what we, what our priorities in life are, you know, like, I guess in the past, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe one generation before our generation, you know, life was not as easy um so you find a job you hold on to that job um and it's all about stability whereas for us we have stability so we are looking for a job that fulfills us and that leads to like job hopping um with like more options that are available out there the more indecisive you become or the less Mm -hmm. responsible you become in a way um and that tends to lead to like you know people not being mature enough or they don't you know they're just like because at this first sign of trouble <laughs> or at the first sign of boredom they can just bounce to the next one yeah because there's sure. always yeah. the next it's, opportunity it, it's uh i think it's similar to um like the values that we hold on to or like what we value right so mm-hmm. like let's let's say if we were an ex- absurd example would be if we were to go to like prehistoric times or something mm-hmm. like that like <laughs> like before like 
I'm where, thinking of like not, the three kingdoms. <laughs> yeah, or, or or even that, right? Where you know, where like courage, bravery, strength, like more explicit things were valued, and like if like you can easily tell, it's like that's a man. Wow. Um, versus like let's say generations before, if you grew up in like um, less uh, like financially stable household, then or like time during like a financially stable, less financially stable period if you can hold down a job or if you can earn your money, you'd be like, that's a man. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and I think now for us, it's like, it's harder to tell because we could be about, it's, it's either we're not sure where our values are or we're valuing different things mm. or it's like, we're valuing the things that are harder to tell now. This is something that I read in a book called Quiet. It's actually a book about introverts, but the author had this interesting concept where it's like, pre i don't know around the industrial revolution and like before that it was a culture of character where who you are as a person and what you valued your integrity loyalty all of that was what mattered most because we lived more in like you know not villages but we live like neighbors right in like smaller towns where everyone knew each other so mm. your character was what was important and i think Love since it. the cold no, it's not, not the cultural revolution the, the industrial, industrial revolution, revolution. <laughs> since the industrial revolution it became a culture of personality where everyone moved into the cities and first impressions and who you were on the outside started to value more than who you were on the inside and i think that is like an interesting kind of concept to see this let uh, it's an interesting lens to see this thought through, I guess, this idea through. I can't mm. talk. <laughs> when's, when's the last time that either of you ladies was like, said the words to yourself, that's a man right there? I was actually listening to um, Matthew McConaughey's book, his audiobook, Green Lats. Yeah. It Good was not everybody. That's wait, man. does he narrate that? <laughs> what? Hold on. No, he does. Wait, he does what? narrate it. Yeah. Okay. His, he wrote a book, book called Green yeah, Lights. It's basically his diary, not okay. like oh. journals, right? Journal yeah. entries from when he was like a teen up until, mm. you know, who he is now. Right. Um, and one story was of him, like his dad and his oldest brother. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, his dad is like typical, I think like a man's man type of dad. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of those dad still exist these days, but it's like, no, because they still, yeah. And like they, they would instill values into yep. their children and like that manly quality for lack of a better word. Um, right. And the example that he gave was when his eldest brother, like the day that his dad looked him in the eye and was like, you're an equal was after his eldest son beat him and knocked him unconscious. The dad. What? Yeah. Like the dad was like, oh, hey, um, like, I want to go to this event with you. And the oldest son was like, no, like, you can't come with me. And he's like, fight me. He's like, dad, I don't want to hit you. He's like, hit me. Like, you know, if you really want to go and you want to take me, like, hit me. And the, hold, hold the up. Son this is Matthew McConaughey's brother that beat yes, up his dad. Oldest brother. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And then, yeah. um, he but was, he is also from uh, like, where is he from? Texas. Like, oh, I thought he was yeah. from like Alabama or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Texas, baby. So it's after he knocked out mm. his own dad that mm. the dad was like, I'm Wait, proud so, of you, son. So that earned his dad's respect. <laughs> yeah. So I wow. so I became a man at age 12 because that was when I could th that was when because I used to get beat by my dad. Right. He used to come in with the right, a left, not close fist, but like, you know, like, bam, out of nowhere, like left. Boom. And then like when I became tw when I was 12, I was like, wait, psh, hold on. 
hold on, I could just do this. Block. <laughs> Karate block. Wait, I mean, but I, I think I it's like, it's, I, I don't think that story gave a good glimpse into the values that the father gotcha. instilled in gotcha. his sons. Gotcha. Um, but I think it's like that rite of passage where gotcha. if you want right to be passage. on par with your mm -hmm. father, there's something that you had to do back then, right? I think like the punching your dad in the face and knocking him unconscious is like an extreme, yeah. but- But I it's think that example. Yeah. I could totally see that. I've never had that moment with my dad because my dad basically, uh, he'll, you know, he wasn't around. So um, I could see that when I have a boy, that one day- <laughs> You want to be knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me, son. That's, that's where I'm going. Or it's more like uh, if you could beat me in a game of something, you are ready, my son. Like no. villainous? Like what? Villainous? Yeah. Oh, like, like yeah. If you could beat me in like something. But I'm confused. Like okay, so what kind, of, what kind yeah. of value was he trying to teach there? I think that was, that was less of a value and more of a kind of like a physical transformation slash rite of passage. By this time, the his oldest uh, brother was already pretty successful doing sales. He's like older, mm -hmm. like over 20, right? I can see like, it's more like you're ready to take your, you, you're at, when you're younger, you look to your parents for guidance. And then I guess when you are old enough, you're like, I'm going to live my own life. I'll take yeah. your advice but at the end i'm going to make my own decisions yeah mm -hmm. i think it's the core of that's like taking full responsibility of your life like if you Ooh. want to make this decision that you don't want me to come then like will you go to these links that i'm asking you to to mm. like get what you want kind of thing wow. so okay. on a, on a yeah. side note i've always told uh like asian friend chinese friends of mine who asked me about like advice for their parents because i've had to do the same thing which is like a lot of my Chinese friends, they grew up, uh, you know, like as an immigrant kid. So you're always being sort of like you've, you're always living, you know, under the grasp of your immigrant parents. And, and then like, let's say you don't live in China anymore. You're in the West, but you still feel guilty. You got that like guilt, like, OK, I got to appease them. And at what <laughs> point, like I've had I've had this conversation with my folks like you don't I'm a I'm a I'm a grown, I literally was like, I'm a grown ass person. Like I am a grown ass person. If you want us to have a good relationship, you are not, I'm not a child anymore. I've had, I've had this conversation. I'm not 12. So we are, we're equals. If you don't understand that, that's your bad. But I would love to ha continue to have a great relationship and let it grow. But we're not, I'm a, a per, I'm a, I'm an adult. So don't treat me like a child. So I think that's a very, it's a more, rational way to go about yeah. this seeing each other as equals is just like having a real conversation about it the reason i tell because asian parents don't get it unless you literally spell it literally out. i i know people right now that still are afraid to tell their parents that and i'm like the sooner you just pull the band-aid off and i don't mean like be mean or malicious i mean literally be the most be like i am my own person this is not china we don't live in china you don't have to be worried about me <laughs> If I make a mistake, they're so, you know, because this comes from like this comes from like cultural revolution, communism, where it's like, oh, don't step out of line because we can, you can die. Okay. No one's dying in America. Okay. <laughs> if you make a mistake, this goes, this is going to be added to my bunch, bunch of points where I think like <laughs> things that make you a man. If you make a mistake, you own up to it. Right. As an adult, you, you understand how to do it. As a child, if I make a mistake, 
that's different because I'm learning. So mm -hmm. if I got expelled, if I got into a fight, if I got caught with marijuana, whatever, right? All of those things have happened to me, you know, if I've gotten arrested. <laughs> but as a child, you're like, oh, and then, you know, they can scold you because it's like, what are you doing? Do not mm -hmm. become a criminal. But when you're older, you better live with these consequences because yeah. you're an adult. Yeah. So one of the things that helped me uh, with my relationship with my mom is like getting her to recognize me as an adult. And I think that made a huge difference. Just like now, because now we can talk as equals rather than yeah. just her talking down to me. And then hopefully she listens to me. You know, <laughs> that, that made a huge difference. Yeah. I forget Wait, so, what specifically I did. Yeah. Was that just a, there, a conversation or was it something no, else? No, there was, there, there was something I did where she was like, he's an adult now. Wow. Aww, what did you do? You have to remember this is the topic. This is the topic. I, I mean, I don't remember. I've been man, financially Thomas. supporting her for a long time. So I don't oh, remember specifically. Yeah, there you go. Also, also it, it helps you that without you, she can't pay any of her bills. See, this wouldn't work. This wouldn't work with 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 non-Chinese kids because it's like all my all my non-Chinese friends, their parents, give me, whatever, I'll pay my own bills. I don't need that. I have more money than you. What are you talking about? I got a retirement plan and everything. What do you have? That's another thing I'm going to talk about retirement plan. All right. I have a whole thing I want to get into, but this is going to be might have to do a part two. So one is just real quick, real fun. When was the last time both of you guys saw a dude? It could be your own dude, your own man. Be like, man, he a man. That's why I let him. Or like Mia, you see a guy in your work or in the cafe, like, he a man. I want his number. Just, you know, like, when, when was the last time? If no, then no. But I'm just curious. I answered mine. No, you didn't. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, with the podcast. What'd you say? Matthew it wasn't when I saw him. It's just when oh, I listened when to like, his stories, oh, like the okay, values gotcha. that his dad instilled in him at a young age, like all the stories he uh, told um, that was like, oh, he's actually a person who yeah. has values. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something about your, your boyfriend. That's why I was Nah, I know. <laughs> why Come not, on, man? Though? Yes, moments. Yes, moments. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Mia, I don't mean No, I don't have a good spot. example. This is why okay. I have. What about dramas? Here. Yeah, no, no. Uh, dramas? Yeah. No. I don't think uh he no. wasn't like a, no, if he were a man, he would have gone after he, her like he would have fessed up. He knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't put Korean dramas and men in the same sentence. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like Mr. Sunshine. They were, even though they were ruthless, some of them, like Udong Mei, the Japanese samurai. Mm -hmm. Some of them. I think at least like loyalty, integrity, all of that was kind of there. Mm -hmm. Loyalty uh, was there for sure. Yeah. So that's a good point. What about crash landing on you? I didn't watch that. What? Guys, I can't. This, I couldn't uh, get over the Korean first drama episode. Part Dan, Dan, reel back, reel back. Have we, could, have we completed, <laughs> completely segued into our next topic? <laughs> Korean dramas part two. Okay, what was your part second dos? question, Dan? Uh, no, so then now I want to get into like, some of these things that examples that you want to give where you think somebody became more mature, like sign of a, of a boy becoming a man. I've got some, y'all got some, we can throw them out. One of them, Thomas already said, like taking responsibility, right? I, I want to throw one out um, for guys. It's not like you're not a man. If you're, if you don't have a girlfriend, that's what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> mental wise, you are re ready to commit. And you mm -hmm. understand what commitment means. Mm -hmm. mm, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. 
And what I think commitment means is understanding that you there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be sacrifice that you're going to have to make. But when you're ready to commit, you, you commit fully. And that means also your, your fidelity as well. You know, I think a lot of men that I know, I would say in the business world, they're, they're either giants or whatever, but in the, in the personal world, they, they're not uh, faithful. And to me, like, I will not say that you're less of a man, um, but I will say that that's not, I guess that's a very, um, if you cannot have self-control on that end, that's pretty tough. Mm. You know, I think that part of it is also it being able to control your emotions and not put yourself in situations where it's tough to get out of. I think that belongs in the boy bucket. Not being able to control. Mm -hmm. So being able to, for, for the being able to control your emotions part, like what do you, how do you, Dan, what do you think about like, cause let's, let's say like the fifties, sixties or seventies, like the image of a dad was like a very stoic figure. Right. It was like, didn't crack under any pressure, carried the household basically, but probably not the most healthy thing but like that was kind of the archetype right where like they just didn't buckle under anything or like that's what they try to portray yeah i mean so what's your question like what what do i think is an example of like yeah yeah i mean do you feel like that kind of like stoicness also fits under uh, like the qualities of what you would imagine like a man to be like yeah because when I look at, when I have people that I look up to and when I think of, you know, when things go bad, they're cool, calm and collected. There's times where, you know, they're going to, they're not going to show other people, but I might see them get really pissed off. And, you know, I get really pissed off and I, you know, there's times when I curse and yell and all that. But uh, for the most part, you know, when, when they're in in it, when they're like with other people, they're, you know, like, like in sports, you know, you, you could have the most pressurized situation, but you're calm. You know, that's what they say about some of the great, the great sport sports figures. Um, so also I think that's doubly. So one is you got to show that in your family. Mm-hmm. I think it's more important when things are bad to, and you have a family to like, keep the, become that rock, you know, you know, to uh, otherwise it's like, you know, that has an effect. If your kids or your wife is like, Oh my God, things are really bad, huh? Like, okay. All righty. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't mean like you got to be like a guy from the fifties. Um, I think, you know, nowadays, like, I don't know, it goes, it's 50, 50 too. Cause I think that if you're able to show your emotions, I think that's a sign of being manly as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you get into an argument, you know, instead of being passive aggressive, you talk it out. Mm-hmm. It'd be straight aggressive. Just be, <laughs> that's just me. You could ask me. That's just me. I'm just like, see No, you. I think that's like that. That is more like emotional maturity. Being able to have conversations and not feel the need to run away or to hide or to escape in any way. Because I feel like a lot of times when you know cheating or anything happens it's because over prolonged time something isn't being communicated and then that eventually leads to you seeking what you wanted from your partner elsewhere or something like that right there can be many different reasons Mm -hmm. but I think with that like the core of all of that is probably 
you know, communication and Mm -hmm. not being afraid to be vulnerable and put yourself in that position to open up your heart to be like, hey, this is how I truly feel. And this is what, you know, I'm going through, like, see me for who I am. I think that step is very hard. And I can say that for most of the guys that I know in my group, I grew up mostly with guys, be it my Mm -hmm. cousins, be it like guy friends in high school and college, Mm -hmm. different circles. It's like, it's hard and it's so much easier to play games. It's so much easier to be a dude's dude and be like, oh yeah, you know, I have all these girls and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's like, you look at them and it's like, I don't think you're happy. And they're even like, I'm not that happy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so think how do it's you, like- How do you balance you- between like being, you know, that rock that keeps your family together versus being- open and communicative and being vulnerable because like I don't think it's mutually exclusive I think you can be both yep you can be stable while because open yeah because let's say like things are really bad also being not so prideful that you can't ask for help yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know so it I don't know Mia I'm not in that situation (laughs) I I mean I don't have anybody to like see it but yeah it's just a question but anyway I mean, for, that's a good for, question for the for the emotional part. I mean, it seems like for a lot of like, how are they? How are kids supposed to learn that growing? Like, who are they? Who are they supposed to learn that from growing up? Right? Because like, let's say growing up, I feel like a lot of teens they kind of get the wrong impression of what a you know what maturity what a, what a man looks like. Let's say like in high school, the I like the idea is like, oh, you know, whatever if you can lift the most weights or date the most girls or whatever. Right. And that's become the proxy for that. But like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you learn that other than just with time? I think how we learned it, like our generation mostly is through like entertainment and what we see on TV. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of, I think for, I don't know, Mia, did you grow up with your dad? My dad is your typical, like very stoic dad and doesn't talk much, if at all, Um, doesn't really show emotions whatsoever. It's kind of distant. Uh, He works a lot. Um, So we didn't really spend much time together except for maybe on the weekends. So I didn't really have that like strong dad figure in my life growing up. Um, which is, yeah. And I feel like that's most of us, like the four of us, even though like, I'm really close with my dad now growing up because he worked in Taiwan and I was in the States. I didn't really have a dad in that sense Mm -hmm. um, of like a fault, like a, like a constant fatherly presence. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like the role traditionally, or like back in the days, what it was, it's like, you know, Matthew McConaughey's dad, right? Like he'll instill these values in their children. Um, and that was the father's responsibility. And I think that's like another quality of like, what does it mean to be a man? You teach your offsprings how to be a man as well. If you, um, if your kids look up to you, you a man. There's just yeah. no, there's no, no way <laughs> to quantify. If your, if your kids like, fear but respect you at the same time really, and also love it. you at the same time, you got you the man, man. card. <laughs> I've got, I've got really good friends who are close to fifty. And they, they, man, they got kids, immigrant, you know, self-made, whatever. And the way that they revere, revere their, their dad, I'm like, he did something Aww. right. And, and, and they're all, see, the thing is with us, it's, we, we come from two cultures. That's what makes a lot of Chinese Americans so unique is that mm-hmm. we're now living in, in our second culture. 
And our kids is going to be born into the American culture and American Mm -hmm. culture is totally different from Chinese culture. But now that we're here, we can embrace what's good. You're going to have a really great relationship with your kids, hopefully. Right. So you kind of get to start that process over and fill in the gaps where your parents did, you know, I'm sure. But my friend's dad didn't spend as much time with him as he did when he was younger. Like he's spending every waking moment with his kids right now, you know, taking them to like football practice, baseball practice. They're living like that Western life. Right? And they love it going on vacations. He never got to do that. We're now going to be able to do that with our kids. So that's but great. do we do we have like, can we teach our kids what we think is being a man when we ourselves may not be sure what it means to be a man? Yo, psh, that's the million dollar question, Rowena. That's because I think that's the thing, discussion. right? Like it starts with like our previous generation yeah. mm-hmm. to where we are now, where even between the four of us, like yeah. our fathers weren't really there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can try to be more present and be there for our kids and do all those things for our kids. But I think fundamentally, there's still some values that in the past may have been more ingrained in us mm-hmm. um, that may be helpful in terms of building our character, making us more, you know, feel more confident to be more responsible, to feel a sense of, you know, responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the layer that may be missing. Um, and whether we can get it back, we, whether we can find it ourselves and whether we can install it to our kids, I think it's like another store. I think like anything in life, you can totally, if you want to do something, you will do it. Um, but yeah. I can only speak for immigrant kids like me, like y'all, because as an immigrant, you start with pretty much nothing or close to nothing. Right. And now, unlike other people who move here from other countries and their and their parents, you know, are wealthy, that's a different category. You're not living the immigrant life. So I think our task as Chinese Americans today is is probably one of the toughest to try to instill in our kids great values when we ourselves have actually gone through struggles. And I feel like that could be good or bad. That could allow you to have a much larger sort of like respect for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it could, if, if not careful, it could really jade you as mm-hmm. well. You know? So I think we, we, it's very, it's going to be, you know, none of the four of us, as far as I know, we don't have kids <laughs> right? as far as I know. So are you, hiding, you, a, know. Are you hiding a kid moss? Yeah, hold on. My kids over are. there in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, why the background's and, always uh, blurred, you know. Exactly. Moss has got multiple little, you know. So <laughs> our work's cut out for us, you know. And and it's gonna be tough. I, I I welcome the challenge. You know, I didn't have a father figure in my life. My my mom was both my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. She disciplined me and loved me and nurtured Same. me. <laughs> so it's gonna be like, all right, uh, uh like, well. Um, well, um, <laughs> but see, I think this is another interesting topic, right? Because it's like in a household, right? With a mother and a father, what are, I think like the rules, as we said, it's becoming more fluid, right? For better or worse, like it doesn't really matter at this point, but it's just who is responsible for what? I think mm-hmm. back in the day, it was very clear that, you know, hunter gathering up until, you know, the dynasties, like the Chinese emperors, all of those times, it's very set that men were in charge of the outer world, hunting, politics, things like that. Mm -hmm. And women were in charge of the inner world, which is like the household, Mm -hmm. um, like emotional stuff. And it's, it's the same with yin and yang, right? Like yang, it's like 
man, masculine, all of that, like energetic, super energized, all of that. Ying is more like feminine, soft and gentle. Mm -hmm. And I think what is being misconstrued these days is that I think people think when you think of like, oh, um, feminine, gentle, blah, 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 like, oh, that's a weakness. But mm-hmm. I think right. what we are overlooking is that there's actually strength in, you know, being gentle. There's strength in yeah. um, loving your husband in a way. And it's the word that comes up is like ma- manipulation through being gentle and soft. I don't think it's like to that extent, but you're able to like through gentleness and through like the woman in the past could be more powerful than the men because they knew how to talk to their men and how mm-hmm. to get them to do what they want them to do. Not in a manipulative way. Like I shouldn't have used that word. <laughs> um, so that was like what it was then. And I think over time, the, uh, the roles, um, the outside world, the inner world, it's starting to converge mm-hmm. and starting to blur, which leads to more confusion. Like if we really want to talk about like, how are we going to raise a kid? Like mom and dad, my mom was mom and dad. And then like, what about me? Like how I'm, you know, like, I don't know. I actually, if you put it that way, when I grew up, dad wasn't there. Mom wasn't there. <laughs> we had helpers. So Mia, you were... house. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. So you know, Mia, what are you? Do you think so you were funny. raised by them? I don't know. I think I kind of raised myself. Um, I just, I felt like I had to kind of depend on myself. Okay. First of all, I left uh, my home in the age of 16, right? Um, to Malaysia. So ever since then, I never left. Well, I never lived with my parents um, to this day. So wait, do you feel like you've matured faster than your peers? I do. Because um, of the hardships you've had to go through. In some cases, yeah. And uh, which is why I can relate to the fact that, you know, if you kind of went through some difficult period in life, like early, then you mature uh, sooner than your peers. Um, also with like taking responsibility, um, you know, being the eldest in the, of all of my siblings. So I felt like I had the, the need or to take care of them and then be responsible to them. Um, and also had to take care of myself. So in that way, yes. But then Dan brought up the issue of like being able to commit and I'm not able to, <laughs> so like that's a whole different conversation. Um, so yeah. But you're not a man, Mia. One day, Mia, you will be man. <laughs> One day. One day, I will be a man. That's the, that's the thing. Different, different aspects of your life uh, will add to your overall sort of like maturity. For example, like mm-hmm. I think so for me, I didn't have siblings. So I didn't have to take care of my siblings. Uh, I didn't have to be financially responsible to my mom until way later. Like Thomas had to do it way before in his 20s. I had to do it in my late 20s. So it was like, all right. Um, you know, I wasn't quite, wasn't as like pressurized, but in my early twenties, I had to run like a business and be responsible for my employees. So that made me more mature, um, when running a team. So for me, like, you know, at your work life, I feel like you take that next step when you're basically having to be responsible for even one or two other people. Like you take Mm -hmm. that managerial step that could change a lot of your outlook on life. Mm -hmm. You know, at that point, if you don't have kids, if you don't have whatever, it's like, Oh, but hold on like responsibility what thomas said now i literally have to be responsible for this person's work yep. you know sort of his well-being at work and be that model that they look up to and a lot of people mm-hmm. don't care but if you mm-hmm. take it to heart it could really make you more mature really quickly yeah you know if you because they're not your kid but it's like okay if they see you as sort of the pillar of you know like inspiration then it could really make you you know so i think at work that could propel you to do it 
Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, also, I guess I'll add and throw stuff out too for you guys. I had, I had, uh, if you, I think that, um, this is going to sound weird. You become a man when you want to be a man. Yes. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. So what I mean is there's a moment when before you don't give, you don't get a flying whatever about anything. And I was there. It's like, all right, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to make money. I'm going to find a girl. I'm going to settle down, whatever. I'm going to wake up whenever I want to. But at a certain point you go, hold on a second. There's certain, <laughs> I am, there's certain things that I could get better at and I'm not. But what so triggers you it need, though? You know, do you know? For me, it's just like age. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But That's think, the thing. Yeah, for everybody, it happens. It's different. Yeah. But Wait, it does at, happen. At what age did you start to feel that? 43. But it's an ongoing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm only. Th- no, it's an ongoing <laughs> thing. Still every day. Like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, you know, I really wish I'm better at this aspect. And then I'm not. And then six yeah. months goes by and I go. And then it gets to a point where you just can't live with yourself. I, th- yeah. I feel like as long as you, you're constantly improving mm-hmm. and you literally cannot mm-hmm. live, mm-hmm. you know, like the other day, I was like, man, I cannot go one more day having to unbutton my jeans sitting down in my car because <laughs> pre-COVID, Dan, didn't have to unbutton my jeans. Post-COVID, Dan, because you know why? Pre-COVID, Dan did not have two cupcakes a week. Okay? <laughs> I had discipline. All right? Discipline. Post-COVID, Dan... Uh, well, this tastes really good. <laughs> Whatever, I gotta go to work anyways in this tough environment. That's like you make excuses for yourself. You treat know? So yourself. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I treat myself. I treat myself two days. It's ago. 2020. It's still 2020, basically. <laughs> I don't have to start my diet till later. No, but but then another. That's like a small example. But like you know, there's certain things that you're like, you know what? I really wish I could like you know, get up early, let's say to work on only things that have nothing to do with work. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to work either on myself or my passions or like my goals that no one knows about. I think that's a good okay. thing to have. I you- and I think those are actually good takeaways of this episode. Like one, and I think that the things that we talk about are not um, just limited to men and how to become manly. And I think, you know, some of them are universal. Um, and we can't say that like, okay, a mature person is like such and such. I mean, I'm sure there are aspects in life where you're like less mature and which is fine. Like that, what, that's what makes us unique, right. As individuals, but also at the same time, it's about having that like right mindset of wanting to improve yourself every single day. And that's the foundation. Yeah. Of living a good and life. I think another way to look at all of this is also there's, there's different pillars in your life. So you can right. be very quote unquote manly in a few aspects or just, right. you know, and then other ones you can continue working on and vice versa. Totally. Yeah. Agree. So just, I think at the end of the day, everything is just like self-awareness of yeah. reflecting, thinking, you know, it's like what you're doing, Dan, like thinking of where <clears throat> you can improve, how you can improve, what you can improve on. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a continual journey that you'll continue so to grow what up do until you you're want... 43 plus. Yeah. Cause then, it's <laughs> and then you stop growing. <laughs> Yeah. So what? So would you like to take this opportunity to to tell your significant other what they need to work on? No. Okay. I'll <laughs> tell him in person. I'm just giving Here's you that platform because this is an one, open. Two, three, four, this five. is an open, um, platform. Rowena. Trying to be a a respectful, <laughs> Belgian like Chinese it. girl. I like it. You didn't <laughs> see. I was trying. I was trying to. I was trying to bait you. I know. So <laughs> 
wait are you gonna talk about the converse of or of when girl becomes woman or is that just a straight physical thing there's i don't no know Do you wanna, <laughs> there's I, no i don't know that I would proceed with caution on that one time. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I would like, love since to, we have me and Ro on, 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 on this, right? Is this our way we can of do getting another back one. again? <laughs> yeah, another. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm and then, anyways, in that episode, that Dan and I will just sit there and listen. No, <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm sure you guys very... have plenty to say. I'm sure you guys I, I'm have sure thoughts. Mia and I still have plenty of say to say about this, too. <laughs> I would love to hear what you guys have to say about the woman thing. <laughs> With that, you know, that said, that, guys. That's a that's an act of self-preservation. That's all. It's not that we don't have thoughts. It's about self-preservation. That's all. <laughs> all right, Mia, go. With that said, we should wrap up. So thanks, Rowena, for joining us again. It's always fun having you here. And you're always welcome. Obviously, we're already trying to get you back thank for you, another episode. Um, it's a blasty blast. Yeah. Hope you guys re- enjoy. She is now officially a reoccurring guest. He's officially the fourth Friends Next Door. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. So we'll Thank see you, you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.